Welcome to the Cosmic Earth Podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Holbrook. I'm an intuitive astrologer, a spiritual coach, and cosmic teacher. When I learned astrology, it was more like a remembrance, as if I'd done this in many lifetimes before. And it is now my mission to teach you this ancient science in a fun, practical, and grounded way so you can use this magic as a tool to manifest beyond your wildest dreams. Here we cover all topics of the cosmos, like what's going on in the sky and how it will affect you, the zodiac signs and seasons, and how to use this language to understand and fall in love with yourself and become empowered in areas of your life like your purpose, gifts, challenges, and wounds, love, money, relationships, career, and so much more because astrology truly covers everything. Some episodes will be solely on the language of the stars, some intuitive solo episodes, and in others you'll meet inspirational guests. This podcast is a reminder that you are here to co-create with the universe and live in a flow of infinite possibilities. Remember to subscribe and leave a review, and if you want more, join the community over on Patreon where you can get access to astrological manifestations and exclusive content. We are on this journey together, and I'd love to connect with you on Instagram, so say hi at Rise with Natalie. I hope you enjoy this episode. Now go out there and find some magic in today. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Cosmic Earth Podcast. There has been a little bit of a hiatus within the podcast because over the last month or so, I have been sick. I have really been feeling a lot of what we are going to be talking about today, which is the energy of Taurus, or sorry, of, see, my brain is still a little off, the energy of Neptune and Jupiter together in Pisces, um, and also a lot of the energy of the eclipses that just happened and that we will have an episode on next week, and these eclipses being in Scorpio and in Taurus, and Scorpio is all about shedding skin, it's about transformation. It is about the purging of anything. And so I know that for the last probably like six weeks or so, it has just been pretty much hell (laughs) and losing all of my energy, um, feeling depressed, feeling anxious, feeling a lot of things that I don't typically feel, but that is the experience of being human. And that is why, you know, it's so beautiful to know astrology and to know that there's a reason that we're going through all of this. It's not just randomly happening. And there was a huge occurrence that happened and really started um, in April and lasted for about two weeks. And that was the conjunction of Jupiter and Neptune. And so we're going to be discussing that today. But before we get into that, and actually even before um, Okay, let's edit that part. Um, but <laughs> before we get into that, I want to introduce to you guys one of my dear friends and people who works with me, who actually works behind the scenes on editing this podcast for us is Taylor Myers. And Taylor and I met, let's see, it was January of last year of 2021 because I did a reading for her. And then we just kept in touch. She had just moved to San Diego and um, then we started working together and she started to help me out with some things. And Taylor is, um, learning astrology and and knows astrology very well herself. And she is going to start being on the podcast with me because it is more fun to do things together. And Mm -hmm. we wanted to bring more of a conversation about astrology for you guys to hear and relate to and listen and learn, but also laugh and bring in more laughter. And to be honest, there was this point where I remember I was like, how do I make my podcast more funny? And it's like, kind of hard to be funny by yourself. (laughs) And I was telling Mr. Taylor and I was like, wait, I think that you should be on it with me. So with no further ado, here's Taylor Myers. Welcome to being on the Cosmic Earth podcast, darling. (laughs) Oh, hello. Hello. It's me, the one who edits the podcast. Um, yeah, I'm so excited. I love to talk. Um, I love you. I love astrology. So love you. This is gonna be so this is gonna be so great. I'm so freaking excited. <laughs> yes. Okay. So tell everybody just a little bit about yourself, where you're from, where you live now, your sun, moon rising, all the the usual suspects. 
Amazing. Okay. So I am a Sagittarius sun. I am a Libra moon and I am a Capricorn rising. So very balanced, lack a little bit of water, but that's okay. Um, and yeah, I currently live in San Diego. I moved here a year ago, about just a year ago from Seattle where I lived for five years. And then prior to that, I was living in Portland for like a couple of years after I graduated college, I went to college at a big state school in Eugene and I lived, I've lived in Oregon basically my whole life. Uh, but I was born in Dallas, Texas, whereabouts somewhere in there. It's, it's called Grapevine, if anybody knows that. Uh, and then moved over when I was like three to Portland. And so now I'm here. And yeah, I my journey with astrology has been kind of a very gradual one, I would say. I think I don't really remember the moment that it started, but I remember it probably was in college and I read something about all of the signs and I didn't know what I was. And I looked and I was like, okay, I'm a Sagittarius. And I started reading and I was like, oh my gosh, I have never felt, I have never read something that is so accurate in my entire life. Like my mind was blown. I was like, what is this? How was, how are the stars able to predict who I am and tell me who I am? To my core. And back then, you know, I was reading horoscopes strictly for Sagittarius is very basic level, which, you know, a lot of people now it's very, you know, popular, just astrology in general, but uh, specifically your sun sign. And so I just kind of was diving into horoscopes for Sagittarius. It was pretty accurate, but it was really the description of who a Sagittarius is to their core that absolutely blew me away. And I was like this, I've never felt so seen. I've never felt so understood. I have never felt just so like, this is so me. And I think that was a big awakening too. And just like, you know, I was in college and I was growing up and I kind of was diving in more into like, who am I? And astrology really helped me do that and understand. And, you know, I wasn't like trying to be an asshole about the, the negative, the cons, you know, the, the shadow side of a Sagittarius, but I was like, well, that's why, you know, I'm like, sometimes I'm like, sometimes I can be really blunt and sometimes I can kind of catch people off guard. And sometimes I can, you know, be a little, um, what could come off as careless, you know, but that's just kind of some shadow sides to Sagittarius. So that is kind of, was kind of my intro into astrology. And then I just started getting deeper and deeper into it. My mother-in-law, my uh, husband's um, mother, she was very, very into astrology and spirituality and wellness. And that kind of opens the door to a greater side of astrology, not just reading your horoscope for your sun sign, which, you know, isn't always the most accurate, but uh, so that made me dive deeper into birth charts and, um, you know, figuring out my moon sign and my, my rising sign and where all my planets were. And that was also the moment too. I mean, it was the two moments, the one when I read the Sagittarius description and then the one where I read like my entire birth chart and I was like, what the heck? It's even more complex. It's even more specific. It's even more just like dives into all of the deepest crevices of your soul. And I was like, wow, this is so crazy. So yeah, that's kind of, that was kind of when I got started getting really into it. I was like, this is something that is really helping me understand myself and my journey. And I just kind of slowly started sharing it with friends and I'm kind of within my friend groups and my job, I'm kind of just the resident astrologer and I've been studying it very gradually uh, for for a couple of years now, um, from some really uh, big astrologers, I've gotten courses, and then I've taken Natalie Holbrook's astrology courses that I recommend to everybody because they're so good. Uh, whenever she does them next, and uh, yeah, I've just I've learned a lot from following astrologers, and um, yeah, now it's just a big, big, big part of my life, and I'm learning it more, and I wish to someday give readings to people and integrate it into my future career and who knows. So that's me. That's my astro journey. Thank you. Thank you. And you absolutely will because also you guys, Taylor has a packed first house in Capricorn. So she's a Capricorn rising and she has five planets, 
plus her ascendant all in Capricorn. So when I saw this, I was like, yep, <laughs> let's work together. <laughs> Definitely. And also she has, wait, where is your Jupiter? Why isn't your Jupiter showing? It's in Virgo. It's in Virgo. Why is it showing cancer? Are you born at 1030 PM? Oh, AM. 1030 AM. Oh, I put in the wrong year for you. 1990. Oh yeah. 1981. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. My, my four planets in, in Capricorn and yes, Jupiter in Virgo. And when I, I remember Taylor and I started working together because in August of last year, I was like, I look, I need someone to help me with some things who would be interested And Taylor messaged right away. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I loved this girl. Like I should talk to her. And she was the only person <laughs> I talked to. And I was like, let me look at her birthright again. And then I saw this Jupiter in Virgo and I was like, yes. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> I personally lack, I don't have planets in Virgo and I actually have mm. a T-square to Virgo. So what a T-square is, is like when there's a, okay, imagine a 90 degree triangle, right? And then at the top of that 90 degree triangle, that's called, that's the apex of the triangle. So whatever the top of the triangle is, like whatever that little square part would be. And that's where my Jupiter is. So that means that everything in my life is usually pretty big. Like it's very Jupiterian. Like when things happen to me, they happen to me on a big scale. Like for example, me just getting sick, I was knocked out for like weeks at a time. Um, or like even this house that I moved into in Asheville, it's like this huge house. I'm like, what do I do with all of this? my breakups always seem really big. Like everything is like big, but then what happens is that in this T square you have, it reflects to this, to it's missing a house. So it's like, if that triangle would be a square, then what would complete the square? And so what would complete the square is whatever the opposite sign of the planet is in. So my Jupiter is in Pisces. And so the opposite of that is Virgo. So Taylor's Jupiter in Virgo actually opposes my Virgo in Pisces. So it's like we together have this energy where it can be really explosive, <laughs> like, but in a beautiful way. Luckily, it's Virgo and Pisces, which are about healing and wellness and intuition. You know, if they were fire signs and air, I don't know if that would be good, <laughs> you know, because that's where that's it makes true. more explosive of like passion and drama. But here we're like, how do we heal people? How do we have fun? How do we be imaginative um, and work, which is Virgo and then Pisces is being all about imagination and fun and creativity and very spiritual. So it's really neat because we actually have this synastry that is expanding each other in those ways. Oh, yeah, we do. We've got yeah. a lot of things on our charts together. We do. Yeah, we have a lot. We have a lot. We'll yeah. get into that another time. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so we're going to talk today about this Jupiter and Neptune conjunction. And part of the idea, this idea actually came to me um, to have Taylor on the podcast during this Jupiter and Neptune conjunction in Pisces. So if you guys follow astrology, which if you're listening to this, you most likely do, then you may have seen on social media or heard that um, Jupiter and Neptune were conjunct. And what this means is that the planet Jupiter, which represents optimism, it represents luck, it represents abundance and things being blown up. Now, this doesn't always mean that it's a positive thing because it just means that things are getting bigger. So whatever energy you're in or that you're already feeling, or maybe if there's a lesson that you need to learn, this is going to get blown up. And then Neptune is the planet of spirituality. It's the planet of um, things that are also of imagination. And the funny thing about all of this being in the sign of Pisces is that Neptune is the modern day ruler of Pisces. Every single um, sign, you know, has a planetary ruler. So Neptune rules Pisces, but the original and traditional ruler of Pisces is actually Jupiter. So we had this like huge hit of Pisces energy when Jupiter and Neptune came together and of the energies of these planets coming together. Now, the shadow side of Neptune is anxiety, fear, being sick, illness, because it's a mystery. You know, I always like to describe Neptune as like the ocean where it can be this beautiful, inspiring thing where we're like, wow, look at that sunset. I want to go paint it or I want to make love to the moon. I don't know, like whatever it is, that's like really fantastical idea. But then the shadow is that of water is that you can feel like you're drowning and you can feel like 
you can't see or you can't come up for air or it takes you a lot to like swim. You know, it's almost like it can feel like you're drowning. So these two energies really started to come together um, around April. Let me see here. So this happened exactly on April 12th. And what happened is that Jupiter and Neptune, it's called conjunct when the planets come together. And it's really like they meet in the sky. And this hasn't happened since 1856. So it happens every 100 and something years, you know, whatever that calculation is. I don't know it off the top of my head right now. Um, but it hasn't happened since then. And if you think back into what the heck was going on in our world in 1856, you know, that was um, when the U.S. was, well, no, the U.S. was established in 1776. So it was 100 years into where we were. So we had gone through the Industrial Revolution and we were kind of in this place of actually turning into a new civilization, right? And so it was like this way of imagining a new world. So how we could talk about this for the collective is that this is that we are in this way of imagining a new world. And so I think that, you know, we don't have to say on oh, this exact day, this new world is going to come. But what happens is that it's almost like we hit go. And so it's not like, you know, when you first get in your car and you turn on the gas, you're at your destination, but you turn on your car and you, um, you back out of your driveway and then you move. And so it's like this process, it's like the momentum has started to then get to your new destination. And so it's almost like we are coming into this new place of we're on the way to our new destination. And because this is in Pisces, Pisces is all about creativity and about, you know, spirituality. And it's insane, the uprising of spirituality in this world today, right? How astrology has become so accepted, you know, kombucha is on tap in different places. Like people know about <laughs> people are into what used to be considered like so new age and the woo woo like it's very normal for people to give tarot readings like the fact that like I also work on a platform called intro which is about experts you know giving quick advice to people and they have a whole astrology genre on there and it's like it's so mainstream now so it's about to get even more mainstream and we're gonna like really be in this but the shadow of it is that there also can be this sense of deep confusion because that is that Neptune energy. And so Taylor and I definitely both went through some personal stories of confusion, of feeling like really lost, of feeling anxiety, things that mm. she and I both aren't typically used to feeling. Um, so we wanted to share our, our stories about this because I would love to know too, if you guys listening went through this also. Um, but yeah, I feel like it, it really started, I think, for both of us kind of around February, March. Yeah, definitely around that time. I feel like, it. yeah, I mean, it obviously the date was in April, but I feel like it was, you know, well after a month of the of the new year. It's kind of when it like sunk in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Of the Zodiac New Year, you mean? Um. No, like the actual new year. Like, yeah, like it was like, well, it wasn't January. It was kind of like time had kind of passed after it turned 2022. And then it was just like, boom, shit was like feeling weird. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's like the most important thing to remember too, is that even when we are leading up to these events, so this is really similar to like when you go through your Saturn return, you're going to be feeling the energy before it gets there. Like, you yeah. know, it's kind of like, if we go back to that car analogy, like, you know, you have to pack your bag and you have to like put your shoes on and you maybe want to like brush your teeth. Like before you get into your car and go on this trip, it's like, you're going to feel this energy coming up. So for all of us before this date happened, probably I'd say like usually about two to three weeks beforehand, you're in that what's called the shadow period where you're like, Hey, it's creeping in and you start to feel it and you're like, Whoa. and so, yeah, I know for me, it was like March. March 15th is when I really started to feel it. And that was like a good mm. out of this exact conjunction happening. So when was yours and what yeah. happened for you? Honestly, that was about the time too, which was around the start of the new lunar new year, right? Mm -hmm. It was like middle of March or something. Uh, yeah. I, right. Mm -hmm. March? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's when I started feeling it too. I think 
it kind of started very gradually. I just feel like I had a lot of stressful events happening in my life and I'm, I mean, I'm currently in my Saturn return. So there's a little bit of that as well. Um, you know, just going through, going through all of the things and kind of hitting like a rock bottom with some of the, the Saturn return stuff, but then also with this Neptune, um, Jupiter conjunction, I feel like it was really like a spiritual reset of some sorts where, people were kind of, and whether they, you know, whether people consider themselves spiritual or not, or on some levels or whatever, but I feel like just generally people were just feeling kind of weird about their life. Things were feeling off people like mentally were having a lot of trouble. I think, um, a lot of anxiety, you know, fear about X, Y, Z, bits of depression. I haven't felt, I mean, I've, I felt low. I, I feel the way I can describe it is like, now that it's like kind of fizzling out almost, gosh, I hope is, um, it is, but, uh, is I just kind of feel like a little bit numb to stuff. Like I'm not necessarily really depressed. I just, I don't feel the sense of ease and light and excited that I normally do. And I think a lot of that has to do with this and, um, and other people have been feeling this as well. I mean, I've been talking to many friends, many clients, many, just everybody, and really everybody's having a tough time. And whether that's within the relationship, whether that's mentally, you know, going through some mental health stuff, whether that's just being confused on their life and where they want it to go. Um, I feel like a lot of people are in it together. And while that doesn't make me feel good that people are also struggling, it, it is comforting. And it's a nice to share these conversations with people because we're really not alone. And, you know, that's the good part about astrology and learning astrology is being able to understand that. And that kind of helps you, you know, I'm someone that get, can be very anxious and I, I worry and I kind of have hypochondria and I can get really worked up about little things going on, whether that's mental or physical. And I get really scared that like something's wrong with me. And then it makes me, you know, you realize that there's other people going through this too. And again, with this Jupiter and Neptune conjunction, especially in Pisces, which is the in my opinion, hardest sign to comprehend and also just work through. So bless to all of you Pisces that have a lot of stuff in Pisces. I commend you. You guys are incredible people, but, uh, I, you know, it's tough. It's, um, I've been also feeling the empathy side of Pisces. I feel like I've been absorbing a lot of other people's emotions, things that aren't mine. I feel like I've been carrying a lot of weight of emotion and stress that's not mine, especially too, like as a collective, you know, with everything going on in Russia and Ukraine, like there's a lot of negative stuff, even really far away from us that maybe we're not very connected to, but I mean, even hearing about it, talking about it, learning about it, like absorbing that energy is very real. And, you know, other people going through a tough time, we're like all in it together, which is great. But then I kind of feel like because we're in this Pisces energy of just absorbing and empathizing, we're all kind of feeling each other's Mm -hmm. uh, you know, issues and, you know, it's a good thing. Cause that's just part about being human. And it usually means you're a good person <laughs> if you're, you know, feeling, feeling pain of others, but, but it's tough. And, um, yeah, I've been going through it like crazy and it feels like it's fizzling out, but it's been, yeah, it's been really weird. That's the only way I can describe it. I've just been feeling weird, you know, yeah. anxious yeah. and weird. Yeah. Yeah. How about no. you? Yeah. And it reminds me of, so Taylor also will make, um, the TikToks and oh yeah, <laughs> you made, I made the best TikTok because I was like, just make one to like describe Pisces and one to make the 12th house. And like the funniest, they were like the funniest ones. Like there was like a baby with a diaper and like the, the, there was like a fish strapped to the diaper, like taped around the diaper and the tail of the fish was like like thinking at the bottom of the baby <laughs> and it was like that's yeah. what it feels like I feel like that's yeah. like what this energy is specifically from like end of February really until for me personally this week <laughs> like, yeah yes no actually like where it's like you're getting spanked by a fish where you're like this is weird this is just weird it's not me <laughs> like I'm not into well, this 
100 <laughs> oh my gosh it's so weird I know well then and it's honestly such an incredible thing sometimes um there's the weirdest stuff out there but there were so many things that I feel like related to Pisces it was just like weird like bizarre stuff that that people can't even explain like no one can it was it's hard to articulate to what's going on as well and um, saying that Pisces is weird by the way it's no like, there's this level of it's like music if you think about music you're like how am I hearing this music through a speaker or how does a guitar or a piano make this sound that all of a sudden makes me want to yeah. cry you know it's yes. like it's explainable but it's also so beautiful and like yeah it's all mystical yeah, I feel like that's mostly what it is. It's like it's as a human, you're you know we're we're getting all of these this energy, and it feels and I use the word weird just because I don't know how to describe it. It's like it's a weird feeling because it's just so like inexplainable in such a transformational way, which right. is yeah, that is so Pisces energy. It's just it's just you can't really even explain it. It's something so much so like the twelfth houses where it's things you can feel but you can't see. And you can't really explain. You can't articulate. Right. There's a level of ambiguity to it, I feel like. You know, and if you were just to type in, like, vague. (laughs) Yeah. Into cinnamon cinnamon? Synonym (laughs) into Google search. Then that's going to show you, like, all of what Pisces is. Because it is really the other side of the veil. And we don't know. But I do know that everything that happened for us during this Neptune Jupiter conjunction was for us, even if it was really hard, even if there was, you know, something, it was like your soul signed up to learn this lesson. And it most likely also happened so that you could have the opportunity to heal something deeper within you, you know, or to really look at what is the shadow in this, or what is the lesson here. And, and sometimes there's like, just reminders. Sometimes it's not even like, you're like, Oh, I already knew that. Like, for example. So, um, and I also want to say too, that I think a lot of astrologers, you know, if you were to look on social media or on different websites that maybe they're saying this is the most important day of the year, this is really spiritual and definitely meditate and plant your seeds of intention. And absolutely. Yes. But also, like Jupiter and Neptune together are everything that Taylor just described that she was experiencing as well. Like we're not all going to be in these deep spiritual, you know, caves and having these epiphanies on that day. I know for me, I think on that day I flew home to my parents' house because I was like feeling that bad. Like I was like, Mm -hmm. I have to actually get a change of scene because this energy is way too intense right now. Mm -hmm. And so there's this other side of it being really anxiety ridden and, um, so confusing. And I think too, the thing with being human is we want to know, like, we want to know what's going on. We're very logical creatures. We're like, Oh, this is happening because of this. And we, we like to problem solve, you know, it's really our, our duty to problem solve of like, okay, I get to create. And then I have chaos in my life and then I problem solve. And we just are in that cycle and we do it over and over again. And I think that like, we have to remember that there's a shadow side to everything that if, you know, we weren't all on this day, just like blissed out. I think that the majority of us were in some type of confusion and in the fog. And I feel like that fog has been going for a, for a long time. And actually I want us to add in at the end of this episode, um, my Akashic records reader, her name is Rose and she's amazing. And she gave me a little download about, um, what everyone's been going through since February to now. And anyone who is a healer or who's super spiritually tapped in or who's just really in tune, or maybe people who are having their awakenings have had the most difficult two months where they've almost gotten physically sick or they had to put their businesses on pause because they're all being up leveled and ascended. And so if we look at it in that way, then the Jupiter Pisces or the Jupiter Neptune um, conjunction would even make sense because it's like, okay, this came together and we all were in the anxiousness and in the confusion or in the wanting to escape everything because we're all actually going through these upgrades. And when you think about when your body is upgrading, like you get sick, you know, or you get surgery and you don't just like get surgery. And then you're like, I'm fine. Like, you know, you have to go through a deep <laughs> period 
to then be okay. And I feel like we all just went through spiritual surgery for our souls. Oh, seriously. That is absolutely what it is. And I mean, spirituality in general, like it's, it's not, it's not butterflies and hummingbirds and lotus flowers. It's like, there's like a lot of dark shit that happens and there's a lot of weird stuff and there's a lot of lows and there's so much, I mean, yeah, it's, it takes a second to bounce back. Oh my gosh. I've been so tired. I knock on wood. I haven't gotten sick, but I've been so exhausted, but I've been sleeping so much. I've been eating pretty well. I've been on a good routine. I've been taking my vitamins. I've been exercising, blah, blah, blah. But I still wake up after like nine hours of sleep and I'm exhausted. Like, I'm like, I just, I want to lay down. And that's very unlike me. And I, unlike you as well, Natalie, I feel like when you were feeling that you're like, okay, something's clearly wrong. Like, I'm not just like, I mean, yes, you are a tourist, but you're not just like, you want to be out and about doing stuff. You're like, I want to sleep all day. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's, I think it definitely to your point too, is like, we're all ascending, we're all growing in, in some way and it kind of knocks you down before you can get back up. And I mean, I think that's, I mean, when I see the words Jupiter and Neptune, conjunct like in my mind that's expansion of spirituality but also anxiety and confusion and it's just an expansion of all of that and that's not going to just be this like energizing journey that's going to knock you down and you're going to feel freaking wild and then it's going to come back up but it is all happening for us and the lows only mean there's going to be a high and I just remember this too shall pass so I tell myself every time (laughs) Absolutely. Me too. Yes, yeah. 100%. And it's like the, the, the Neptune, it's like, oh, it opens us up to so much beauty and like the next level of your life. But it's almost like you have to have that patience and be okay with not being okay to be able mm-hmm. to, and to sit and be like, yeah, I'm just going to be in the discomfort and in this uncomfortability and know that it's expanding, but it's also this window of time of like, okay, what can I then do to create processes to make myself feel better? Because not that, you know, Neptune and Jupiter, like we probably won't be alive the next time that it comes around. So it'll be like 200 years. However, you could have Neptune and Jupiter conjunct in your own birth chart. And actually three years ago in 2019, um, Neptune was directly conjunct to my Jupiter. And that's when I learned astrology. And so I also was in one of the most anxious and kind of like scared times in my life because a lot of things were just, it was like, I would get one opportunity. This was when I was studying nutrition and I was, you know, wanting to work as a nutritionist and I would get this amazing opportunity. Like I remember there was a celebrity nutritionist and she was like, I want to hire you. I want to train you under me. I want to have you come work with me, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh my God. I remember I literally fell to the ground and was like, thank you, God, because I had been <laughs> waiting for an opportunity like this. It was like my dream at the time. And then a week later, she called me and she was like, I just found out I'm pregnant. So um, like, I'm going to actually be scaling my business down and I don't need you. I'm sorry. And it was this whole thing of like, wow, that was just this huge dream of mine just swept away. And, <sighs> but at the same time, like, that's when I learned astrology. I was meditating with plants and I was in this incredible herbalism program. It's like we get both sides and sometimes it's going to be a hundred percent amazing. Sometimes it's going to be a hundred percent hell, but it's like finding the integration of all of those things together so that you're not in 100, 100 all the time, but you almost have to keep yourself in check and then be like, what does help me through this? And I think the number one thing is going to be meditation or the number, the two things are meditation and movement, you know, and keeping ourselves sane uh, through things. Wow. Yeah. Those things are crucial for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Need to do that. I have a question, Natalie, yeah. that maybe other people might be wondering too. So with Neptune, so with Neptune and Jupiter, is this something that we should be looking in our own natal charts too to see where those are at? Because like that might also indicate maybe the house or, um, you know, what's going on in our current life based on where the, those two planets are in our natal chart, even with this Jupiter conjunction, even if it's in Pisces collectively, but should we yes. be looking at our own? Yes. Great question. Absolutely. You know, you should always be looking at your own chart to see where is this affecting you? Because in, you know, for example, in Taylor's chart, so she's Capricorn rising. And so Pisces rules her third house. 
So there could have been anything that maybe had more um, emphasis regarding community or friends, or also the third house represents sales. Do you want to tell people what happened with your sales event? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I just had this crazy situation where I purchased tickets to Coachella. I never got a confirmation. I called a number on my bank statement and the person on the other side of the number told me that my tickets were fake and that it was a scam and I had been scammed and someone hacked in the system and I never received anything. I couldn't even get a hold of customer service at Coachella and still to this day. So if anyone works for Coachella customer service, I'm still <laughs> waiting for a All plus us. on my claim <laughs> or on my case number. Um, and, uh, and then I, all of a sudden just got wristbands for it and it was just the strangest thing. And yeah, anyways, I've, I've had a lot of financial things happen, but yes, sales specifically like a sale process that, uh, definitely was a thing yeah. for me. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I want to just say for you guys listening, um, where this happened, depending on your rising sign. So if you are a Pisces rising, then this would be happening in your first house of your body, of your image, of your confidence, of who you are. So there probably could have been this whole confusion on like, who am I? And you could have also gotten sick because typically the first house and the sixth house are going to rule our health. And so you could have gotten sick here um, or maybe had something going on within you. If you're an Aquarius rising, this would have ruled your second house. So you might've been having areas around finances um, or even around like your own self-worth, really looking at like, how is it that I love myself? Do I love myself for who I am and not just for how much money I make or for what I would, what I do in life? And if you are a Capricorn rising, like we said with Taylor, there's something about communication about, um, and, and that's a communication thing too, right? Like what you experience, like not being able to get a hold of somebody, community. So this is definitely like a friend area too. And your siblings, this is a big one with siblings as well. If you're a sad rising, this would have taken place in your area of home and family of land. So maybe you could have either like gotten your dream home or maybe land was taken away from you, or maybe um, there could have been a death in the family or something happening with just family or um, feuding, or, or maybe someone had a spiritual awakening in your family. That's always great. If you're a Scorpio rising, this also would have been in your house of fun. So maybe there was something that was either bringing you more fun or limiting your fun. Um, so it's also in dating. So you might've felt some confusion around dating or maybe you met someone amazing. Um, so you guys can hear just as I'm going through this, that it could be that either one, it's like whatever hardship or anxiety that you're feeling around all of this, it's also a lesson. So you really want to look at what is the lesson in this? And um, let's see, Scorpio rising, they're also about children. So there could have been anything about children and then yeah, about romance. Um, for our Libra risings, this is about your health. So maybe if you had any type of issues with your health, this is so weird. I just got like a, a thing in my neck. I'm like, as I talk about health, um, so I don't know, but yeah. Um, so <laughs> about your health and wellness and your day-to-day -day routine. So maybe it's like you've been needing to change up your day-to-day -day routine or that you could have had some type of health issue that would have most likely been the case. Virgo rising, this is in your house of relationships. So it would make sense if you either met someone. And typically when these are together, this also could be that you met someone and that you thought that they were someone who they weren't, where it's like, oh, I had this grand impression of them. And then I saw the true colors or I saw the real them. The Leo rising, which is where mine is, um, this is all about death and rebirth. And so it's the eighth house. It's super intense. It's all about really having to shed your skin and looking at your shadows. It's also about taxes. It's about death. It's about combining incomes, anything that has to do with people, you know, coming together. I know for me, like I had a lot of money taken away from me as well during this time. And um, it's, it's an energy of losing things like Neptune means that things can be stolen from you or that they can um, be charged or taken away or that all of a sudden you're like, there goes $6,000, whatever it might've been, you know? Um, okay. So if you are a cancer rising, then this would have happened in your ninth house. So this is about travel. This is about your higher education. This, you know, could have been this actually, I'd say that this is probably one of the best places to actually have this energy because 
this would be really tapping into this higher level of spirituality um, because this is one of the houses of deep spirituality and of learning. So it could have been anything about travel though, if maybe you had like flights canceled or if all of a sudden you couldn't travel somewhere, you know, anything like that. And maybe you're, you're all of a sudden considering going back to school. Um, and then with Gemini rising, this would have been your 10th house. So maybe any type of confusion about your job or if all of a sudden you feel like you want to change something or you're like, I don't know, I just started this new job and my boss is kind of weird or maybe there's just big shifts within your career. And then Taurus rising, this would be in your 11th house. So this is really you considering like, what is it that you want to do in the world to make it a better place? And maybe looking at what have you been doing and how do you want to shift that? And also who is the, um, the community and the people that you are involved in? Like, what's that group? And, and do you have community? Do you feel good about that? And then for Aries rising, this would have definitely been one of the most intense ones as well, um, because this would have been in your 12th house. And the 12th house is already the original Pisces house. And so it has that energy of confusion. I know that um, someone that I love very dearly is an Aries rising and has been going through a lot of really difficult relationship issues of finally letting someone go. And so it's kind of this, this ending as well of Jupiter's coming in and saying, let's either expand your anxiousness or you can take this time period to finally put an end to something. So that energy has been there too. Is there anything that you want to add to any of those, Taylor? No, you kind of nailed all of that. I was actually just going to comment though on um, your specific one uh, about the taxes and if I see it end up being during the tax season. <laughs> totally, <laughs> right? <laughs> that's crazy. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, but everything else spot on. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yours was in a tough one. And eight houses, that's... yeah, eight houses, no joke. Oh, wow, yeah, for Pisces too. You still need to tell everybody your whole um, story for the past couple of months. Oh my gosh, it's like it has just been so happy. So I moved into this new amazing house in January, which was such a blessing. It's this three three bedroom, two story house in Asheville, and it kind of was just gifted to me. Like I had some amazing neighbors who also were from San Diego where I was living before I moved out here. And they just told me, Hey, we have this rental house. If you are looking for a place. And I was, and I was like, okay, great. So I moved in. It's awesome. Um, but there was also this piece of me, and this is also what Jupiter does. And I'm in my Jupiter return right now, which is when Jupiter is also on Jupiter. So this Jupiter Neptune conjunction also happened directly on my, on my personal job, Neptune, Jupiter. <laughs> so whenever these things are conjunct together, it means that there's again, this expansion. So I kind of feel like I had this Neptune Jupiter conjunction, like times a million, <laughs> because it was also on top of mine. And so with this, you know, I, moving into this house, I was like, oh, I'm not really going to, you know, furnish all of it because I want to wait till I have a little more money or I want to just wait. Like I don't need to do it all yet. And then all of a sudden in March, as we started creeping up onto the Jupiter Neptune conjunction, I was like, I feel empty. And I feel like it's because of this house, because it's not furnished and I just need to go out and get stuff. And, um, it was kind of this spiritual revelation, like that's the Neptune piece and, and the Jupiter piece, cause Jupiter is very spiritual, but it was like, I need to actually just go do this and I need to do it now. And so with that, I ended up just like spending a lot of money that I had to tap into savings for and to, um, to furnish this home because I was like, I can't live in a place that's half furnished. Like I started to feel so empty. Anyway, so then I went to Tulum and I had an incredible time with um, two of my closest girlfriends. And, you know, we also were very open, very um, energetically open. We were like doing mushrooms at the Rufus du Soul music festival and it was incredible. But then I came back and I was just hit like a ton of bricks. And, you know, it, I was getting like confused mixed messages about if this was COVID or not. And I just could not get out of bed. And I was sleeping for 12 to 14 hours every single night. And I couldn't sleep. I couldn't get out of bed before 11 a.m. Like it was horrible. And I would get up and then I'd be like, okay, I'm going to go get something for my house. And I would like go get something and be like, and then I'm going to talk to a client or then I'm going to try to go on a walk. And I just couldn't do any of it. And I was so just knocked out. And at the same time, I also was dealing with um, 
something that was really hard for me, like a friend and I had gotten into kind of a, a little separation and we were taking space and that was really difficult because then all of a sudden I started making up all of these stories in my mind about like, am I even still accepted in my own community? And are, are people talking about it? Are people talking about me? And like, you know, just so much confusion there. So that really blew up this whole thing. And then I just became so sick. And, and at this time I was like, I'm probably just kind of making this up in my head. And I was meditating and doing psyche with myself. And none of that seemed like it was quote unquote working, you know? Um, and finally I was like, I have to go home to my parents because I just need a change of scene. Like, I feel like I'm going crazy and I can't shake this funk. And I like, I've dealt with depression my whole life, but not to this extent. I think that having the Jupiter and Pisces placement, um, people who are born in 1986, like there's, or who are born in like, let's see, what is it? It's like the spring basically of 1986. I know Lady Gaga, Amber Heard, who's on trial right now. <laughs> like there's, oh, shit. yeah, there's definitely a mental health piece. That's yeah. really huge here where mm. we have to know how to take care of our mental health or, you can end up with something really big, you know? Um, and so this really exaggerated all of that for me. So I went home to my parents and I, you know, went and did a bunch of stuff. And then I came back and I thought that I was going to be fine because I kind of, you know, sealed the deal on whatever was going on with my friend. I was like, okay, I'm going to get more energy. And I came back and I actually felt worse. And this was actually during the exact Neptune and Jupiter conjunction. It was around that date of the 12th or one week before. And when I felt worse, I was like, okay, this is something physical. Like this is not something that's just made up in my mind. And, it, and now actually getting the dates right. This was all just like 10 days ago or so. So end of April at basically right at the eclipse, which mm -hmm. the eclipse is all about changes. Yeah. That suddenly it was like, no, this is something physical. And Taurus is all about the physical body and about being physical. So it makes sense that we moved into Taurus season and suddenly I realized this isn't just all in my mind, but the Jupiter and Neptune conjunction made me feel like I was a crazy person. Like everything was just like this whole blown up story that I had and I couldn't get up and I couldn't do things. And I was like, what's wrong with me? You know, it's like when you're oh. at that point of what's wrong with me. And then oh. I, I spoke with an intuitive doctor first and she was like, you have adrenal fatigue, 100%. You, your adrenals are so burnt out. You, your pituitary gland is not secreting the correct hormones. That's why you're so emotional. I mean, I was, you guys, I was crying like every day, like mm. just, I would, I would see something and I would cry. <laughs> like, I was just like, I would like talk to my mom and be like, I don't know. I don't feel good. And then I would just start bawling. And it was like, there wasn't any valid reason behind that. And that just goes to show how important it is to take care of our health, but also to get checked, you know, because I think that so many of us, and, and this is how I typically am too, is I'm like, oh, I'll just mindset my way out of it. And sometimes we can't fully mindset our way out of it. Like we do need to look and see what's going on. And then we need to give ourselves love and we need to allow ourselves time to rest and receive love from other people. And then look at what is underneath all of this. And for me, there was so much underneath all of this that I know that this is coming from because I'm being asked to do things differently and do, you know, follow these other dreams that I have in my life. But that's really, I think, you know, to kind of conclude a big piece of what this Neptune and Jupiter conjunction has been is to really look at, are you living the life of your own dreams? And what do you need to do to imagine that and to, to make that happen? Yeah. Uh. Wow. Yeah. You I feel like you went through like, I mean, this just goes to show how amazing astrology is. Like everything points to this. And to your point too, of you can't really mindset your way out of some of this stuff, like to go get checked. A lot of it is, can be an imbalance of some sort or something that's going on and to just, you know, take advantage of the resources that, you know, most of us typically, some of us at least have the privilege of having, um, to just go get checked. I mean, I, I went through a very similar adrenal fatigue situation a couple of years ago at the start of like, right before my Saturn returned, right before COVID was happening. And yes, I, I do think I was burnt out because of my schedule and my life and not getting enough sleep and being overworked in my job. But I, you know, it was also, I think it was like a, almost like a, the universe was trying to force me to also slow down. It was kind of 
it was also an energetic thing, but it was comforting to know that it was just, you know, something that was going on and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't in my head. I wasn't making it up. I wasn't just, you know, it, this wasn't stemming from just n- nothing and anxiety. It was like, you know, something physical and probably a lot to do with energy coming from external places. So, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I hope that everybody can take away from this, like protect your energy one, because like yeah. we are in the state of all of us being very empathic right now. So like when you walk out the door, like imagining that you have protection on, maybe you use sage or Palo Santo to clear yourself or to really just look at and know that's not my energy. And this is my energy. And also to, you know, like listen to what is it that Neptune wants to tell you because Neptune is this indicator of your higher self. And so it's like, maybe it means like read the fine print, or maybe it means like go back to that childhood dream. It could be as big or as small as whatever it is that you're going through right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy times. Yes. Crazy yes. times. Yes. Crazy times and times that are opening us all up. You know, we have yes. to our souls chose to be here and Pisces is an, is an interesting energy that we're in as we're also going through the South node in Scorpio, because we are all being asked to shed things so deeply and it can feel really confusing, but the message is just trust, trust and like following what feels really good for you. Listen to your gut, to your heart, to, you know, one of the things that I do love in human design is how they have the response that you listen to, you know? So it's like, listen to your sacral or listen to your stomach or listen to your heart. Yeah. Listen to that, but listen to your intuition most of all. And Thank you, Taylor, so much for being here today. And we're going to have episodes together so much more. Yes, it's been fun. I love it. (laughs) Yes. All right, you guys. Well, we are out of the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction. Jupiter on my birthday, May 10th, which is this coming Tuesday. We'll be moving into Aries for about, let's see, it moves from May to October. So for five months, we're going to be in this movement. So also don't burn out because that's the energy Mm. that can happen if you're in the shadow, or you could just be taking amazing momentous action. So hopefully that's what you all do. Love you all so much and have a beautiful day. Goodbye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Cosmic Earth Podcast. If you did, share it with your soul family and don't forget to leave a review and subscribe. And if you want to stop playing small and step further into living the life you know you came here for, send me a message over on Instagram at risewithnatalie and make sure to follow along for cosmic inspiration and guidance from the stars. Thank you guys again for listening and go out there and find some magic today.